Welcome back to the Tierney EdTech Podcast, Episode 8. Soon to be called the Trox Plus Tierney EdTech Podcast. So big news before we talk about today's technology. Um, two companies, Trox and Tierney, both in the EdTech space have merged. So this is effective April 23rd. Uh, more information to come, but essentially, uh, this will provide a unique set of education-specific services together, um, a few of them including design and integration, professional development, white glove, technical support, product lifecycle management, and on and on, in addition to all of the cool ed tech products being offered by the combined company. So more news coming on that soon, uh, more info on our website if you want to check it out, but let's get into today's episode. Now, Ryan, joining me again, uh, Ryan Siemens, Product uh, Director of New Product Sales for Tierney. Uh, we are going to talk about interactive spaces technology. At least that's the name you and I coined it. Um, these are technologies that uh, get students active, interacting, um, almost in a, um, well, in either a wall or a floor setting. Ryan, do you want to just talk about, maybe explain a little bit more and the, to the best you can, we'll provide some links in the description as we always do, just to talk about what exactly this technology is. It's going to be a little tougher in a podcast format to, to paint that picture for people. But then, if you can, just talk about why this is important. Why are schools interested in this right now? Perfect. Well, what I, what I will say is um, we're seeing a, a a renewal of significant interest in these interactive spaces. Uh, there were there were many schools that invested in these types of technologies pre-COVID, uh, pre-pandemic, but there were a lot of schools that were in the middle of um, you know securing funding or whatever it might might be uh, for a couple of the solutions that we're going to to share today. But obviously, the priority for you know in-class technology or in-building technology kind of it waned as as many students were uh, learning remotely or or hybrid right. in a hybrid fashion. So, uh, but we are seeing um, every single day more and more opportunities. Um, you know, schools communicating with us saying, "Hey, we really want to re-engage the conversation around these interactive spaces." Excellent. So. Um basically just to 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 get a, a base level understanding this is these are projection systems that project on on either a wall or the floor we're going to talk about two different um technologies two different solutions in this episode but this is a projection system integrated with lighting sound and students or kids interact with the what's projected on the screen essentially either by walking over it or by throwing balls against the wall to complete um, games and you know trivia, and they can cover all different kinds of of you know curriculum. Essentially, that is that. Do you think that's a fair picture? Did I miss anything? No, that's high level. That that makes sense. It's just creating different ways for for students to learn through movement as well. Yep. There you go. That's a good <laughs> said it better than I could. So uh, again, if this is still foggy, just take a look at the links in the description and there's some videos that will bring it all together. So let's start um, first of two technology solutions we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Lou Interactive. So Ryan, what can you tell us about the solution being offered currently by Lou? Yeah, so so Lou Interactive is a company we've been partnered with for a few years now. Um, and I actually 
<laughs> it, it's funny. I actually um, originally was introduced to Lou uh, through Facebook. I saw them on Facebook maybe three plus years ago or so and kind of monitored uh, the solution as it was evolving and it was becoming more of a uh, you know, more ready for for classrooms. And and when it got to that point, we you know we had conversations with Lou and and really felt you know for wall interactivity, it, it's you know best of breed. Um, and that that's one thing that I do on a daily basis when looking at new products uh, to help students learn and teachers teach is making sure um, that it's a solid product, that it's flexible, that it's going to help teachers teach and students learn. And and that's that's what Lou does. So high level. Um, painting picture, you know, painting a picture the best I can. Um, Lou is kind of a, a combination of um, wall projection that is interactive, so you can touch that wall, whether it's your hands, it's another object, it's a ball, uh, whatever it might be based on the application that you're using um, to learn uh, with and from. Um, it's also leveraging uh, what I call programmed light and audio. So when you are uh, participating uh, or using a Lou application, uh, most of the time we're seeing this in a, a, a in a gym, in a physical education uh, uh, area, or in a uh, kind of a community space. Uh, but as students um, interact with these these games, um, the lighting and the sound is tied to to the game. So what I mean by that is if they if they throw a ball and hit you know, hit their target, the light and the sound will interact um, accordingly. And that's really awesome. It's it's not just an application. It's not just a visual, but the audio part of it, too. And the lighting creates a more engaged experience. So again, with Lou, if you picture putting uh, uh, essentially a, a box in all, a box that includes a, a, a projector, a computer, uh, 3D, you know, camera, sensor, lights, audio system, all in one box. Um, and then that would obviously integrate uh, into the network and, be, you know, allow the, the teachers, the facilitators to pick the applications and then the students just have at it. Um, so Lou is, again, really meant for those larger, those larger environments. But it's, if you look at the video, um, the kids absolutely love it. And I've been out to some buildings myself as schools were first adopting uh, the Lou interactive system, whichever one that they decided to go with. And the instantly the kids like they just picked up and went. They they absolutely loved it. So if you're looking for an engaging way of promoting, you know, learning and fitness, it's uh, it's a great solution for that. Yeah, I have to I have to agree with you that, you know, if we're being transparent, there's not always our technologies adopted easily. I mean, there, there are many times you've got a really good effective technology, but the challenge becomes how do you get students to, to onboard with it? How do you get teachers to embrace it? There's a learning curve. Not really the case with these technologies. Uh, once it's, it's, you know, installed and working, um, the you're right, the students, it's, it's really exciting. They, they, um, you know, they, the gamification of it, I think, is the is the element that that they gravitate to. So adoption certainly isn't an issue. So, um, one more question about Lou: Is this Ryan? Is this a a system that has to be installed permanently, or is it a mobile solution? Yeah. So there's there's two options. Um, one is uh, an install, um, and then there's the mobile. Uh, what we've seen, and again, the pandemic kind of got in the way as far as uh, you know effective implementation. A lot of schools that 
purchased pre-pandemic are just starting to implement. But what we've seen um, is really the install the, the installed versions tend to be more used uh, more frequently than the mobile. Um, mobile, it, it definitely can be moved around, but we just see a barrier and it's it's not it's with all technologies, right? When when there has to be a technology moved from one space to another, that tends to create a barrier that not all teachers are willing to do mm -hmm. um, or overcome. Uh, and I shouldn't say teachers, I should say anybody who's going to be using it. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, there is a mobile version. It works very well. It's a very similar experience to an install version, but just our, you know, the anecdotal feedback in, in, from, uh, from the schools that have invested, the installed versions tend to be used more. Okay, that's good to know. So that's a good brief overview of Lou. Before we talk about the second um, technology solution, can you talk a little bit, Ryan, about when I first saw this and many people when they first see it, they think, okay, it's this is something for gym class. So you put it in the gymnasium, you bring the kids in for gym, and it's another way for them to be active and interact, which it's not it, that's not wrong, but we've actually seen uh, a lot of customers use it very broadly, and it's not really tied to physical education. So what what can you talk, you know, maybe if you can highlight some other uses or ways that we're seeing um, customers use this, um, you know, uh, schools use this in their um, curriculum. Yeah, so, well, and it's not just curriculum too, it's, it's before and after school programs. It's um, obviously there's a computer with a sound system integrated in, so, you know, at the elementary level, you might bring you bring all the students in for different program and programs and be able to leverage that large audio video solu visual solution. Um, you know, at the at the upper levels, you may use it for pep fests and things like that, or or movie nights and um, or you know uh, community nights where you're able to share um, you know information with with the community and stakeholders. We've even worked with schools that rent out their gym space to um, houses of worship. And so being able to, to rent out um, that, that audiovisual solution to the house of worship uh, could work too. So a lot of different uses. Um, obviously, the, you have the in-class uh, use case, but there, there are a lot of reasons and, and ways to use the loose solution outside of the traditional uh, classroom day. Great. Thank you. Um, let's talk about our second and final solution, Active Floor. What can you tell people about? Maybe provide a brief overview of Active Floor and just talk about how it's different. Maybe how it differentiates a little bit different use cases. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So Active Floor, if you look at the name, it's it really tells you what it is. It's um, it's a floor-based interactive solution that students use their feet. Um, to interact with with the content. So it is a it's also a, a learn by um, you know by being active solution. Uh, with active floor, um, it's not necessarily uh, focused on a, a larger space like a gym or a community area. It could be. Um, we're seeing this in even media centers or specific classrooms. Uh, active floor, the applications within active floor are 100% customizable which is awesome. So what that means is when an organization invests in an active floor, they actually get a cloud based portal that teachers can use to create the experiences through templates. So basically, if you know how to type, if you know how to um, copy and paste 
in uh, an image or audio, um, you can create really dynamic active floor lessons um, using the templates that are already there. They also have thousands of um, current lessons by other teachers around the world using active floor. So they have a community of, of teachers that are constantly sharing. Another thing too, which is I think is one of the coolest parts of this is I know a lot of our um, schools and organizations are, uh, you know, they, they have either foreign language uh, component or they have um, students where English is their, is their second language, um, you know, refugees, first generation Americans, et cetera. Um, that was the, the class, the, the classroom or the building I taught in that was very similar for me. You can actually translate any lesson or activity that's in the Active Floor Teacher Portal to another language. So it is a way to accommodate uh, for for students that that need that accommodation, or it can be used as a way, you know, in a foreign language environment where students are actually learning a different language, uh, but participating in an academic interactive experience at the same time. So there's again with Active Floor, you have the hardware. The hardware usually sits in the ceiling or flush with the ceiling. Uh, goes it the uh, in the box. It's very similar to to Lou. So you have the the 3D interactive camera. You have the computer. You have uh, lighting and sound. Um, you have the projector, and then it's projecting on the floor, and that floor becomes that interactive space. Awesome. Well. Thank you, Ryan. Um, that, that's, I think, going to do it for this episode. Um, two really cool solutions for, for active learning and those interactive spaces. Um, stay tuned, everybody. Next episode, we're going to talk about interactive flat panels, so front of classroom technology. And Ryan, thank you again for joining. For those of you who are listening, we look forward to talking with you again soon.